How the Baltimore Orioles call-ups fueled one of the quickest turnarounds in baseball history. Ben Lindbergh In October 2019, I talked to Baltimore Orioles general manager Mike Elias for a new afterword to the paperback edition of my book about player development, The MVP Machine. The Houston Astros, Elias's former team, were at the peak of their powers, still weeks away from becoming the team that everybody boos. The Orioles were near their nadir, having won 101 games in the 2018 and 2019 seasons combined. In Houston, Elias had been to the bottom of the standings, but it wasn't clear that his new team could climb out of its self-deepened hole the way his old one had. Other teams had picked up the Astros' non-trashkin tricks, tanking, shifting, helping players improve, and the tactics that had turned the intentionally terrible Strohs into baseball's best team could backfire or fail to pay dividends in Baltimore. It scares me and it keeps me up at night to think about what some of these teams are doing, Elias said, adding, it's intimidating for those of us that are trying to get there. For years later, the Orioles are there. They just won 101 games in a single season, the most for the franchise since 1979, and though the Astros' run is still going, the Orioles topped their 2023 total by 11 wins, albeit with an identical run differential. The Orioles just won one of the strongest divisions ever, and they're the team that must most scare the AL East rivals that used to trounce them. The Strohs are a sunset, the O's a sunrise. And the new day that's dawned in Baltimore illuminates a league-wide trend toward prospects who come up earlier and produce right away. Last month, Fangraph's David Larilla asked Yankee skipper Aaron Boone about the teams that most impressed him this season, mentioning that the Braves had been a popular response among other managers. The Braves are great, yes, Boone said. But Baltimore, and what they've become over the last year plus, kind of coinciding with Adley Rushman getting called up, they're really good. The Orioles will take on the Rangers, who, like Baltimore, are making their first postseason appearance since 2016 in the ALDS starting Saturday. The O's haven't yet proved that they've constructed the perennial regular season favorite or impregnable postseason powerhouse the Astros assembled, and they're looking for the franchise's first World Series in 40 years. But they've already improved more rapidly than the Astros, or, for that matter, virtually any other team ever has. The Astros got good gradually. From their low of 51 wins in 2013, the end of a depressing period that featured more losses in a three-season span than any team had suffered since the expansion Mets in the 60s, the Astros improved to 70 wins in 2014 and 86 in 2015. Then they took a small step back to 84 in 2016, missing the playoffs, before first entering triple-digit territory with 101 wins in the fateful World Series, winning 2017 campaign. The Orioles won 52 games in 2021, the third time in four years they'd lost at least 108 games. They might have made it four in a row if not for the pandemic. Last year, their total skyrocketed by 31 wins to 83, not quite enough for a playoff berth, but enough to stave off elimination until the eve of October. In ALNL history, 59 teams before the O's had improved by at least 25 wins from one season to the next, excluding seasons after 2020 or the 1981 or 1994 strike years. On average, those teams declined by 10.4 wins the following year, regression to the mean, or Bill James's, plexiglass, principle, at work. 
in the divisional era, since 1969, only two teams that leaped forward by 25-plus wins managed not to go backward the next year, the 1977-78 Brewers, who went up by two more wins in 1979 and won a pennant in 82, and the 1990-91 Braves who added four more wins in 92 and went on to dominate the NL East for the next 15 years. Those were the best-case scenarios in modern times. A lot has to go right to produce a 25-win bump, and odds are it won't all go as right, or even more right, two years in a row. Sure enough, Fangraphs and Baseball Prospectus projected the Orioles to win 7.3 and 9.5 fewer games, respectively, which would have been in line with that typical pattern. Orioles owner John Angelos, for one, didn't seem to disagree. In February, he appeared to pump the brakes on expectations for this season, saying, Now, we all know this year could. Before cutting himself off. The 2022 team, he noted, overachieved and overperformed, which sounded like the words of someone who was bracing the fanbase for a falloff. Either that, or someone who was trying to justify his stingy approach to payroll. Rarely has the fund differential between a team and its owner been greater than this https colon slash slash www.pressherald.com slash two zero two three slash zero eight slash two two slash John Dash Angelos Dash keeps dash trying dash to dash take dash the dash joy dash out dash of dash a dash joyous dash Orioles dash season. Of course, instead of fading, the O's tacked on another eighteen wins. Only one other team has ever improved by 25-plus wins one year and more than 18 the next, the 1902-2004 Giants, who went from 48-84-106 to 84 to 106 after the arrival of Hall of Fame manager John McGraw, who brought with him multiple Hall of Fame players, rated, from, the roster of McGraw's former team. If we run through the same exercise with run differential, we see similar results. The O's went up by 283 runs from 2021 to 2022. 81 previous teams had seen their run differentials go up by at least 200, and on average, they lost 62.8 runs the next year. The O's gained 143, the biggest additional increase since the 1884-86 Detroit Wolverines and the 1925-27 Yankees. Back-to-back -back improvements of this magnitude just don't happen, which explains why Brendan Hyde is the only manager since Connie Mack, who helmed the Philadelphia A's for 50 seasons and at least part-owned the team for most of that time, to manage a team to 100-plus losses and remain in place long enough to manage the same team to 100-plus wins. It's easier to weather a rebuild if it doesn't last too long and if the team transitions from cellar-dweller to contender so suddenly that the front office doesn't have a chance to switch from a rebuild mode manager to a win-now manager. In a short span of time, Hyde has been both. So how did the Orioles defy the precedents, probabilities, and projections? As Patrick Dubuque of Baseball Prospectus wrote recently, it was a true team effort. Granted, some luck was involved, the O's beat their Pythagorean record expectation by 7 wins and their base runs record by 12 wins, which easily led the league. They also stayed healthier than all but a few other teams. Beyond that, both their rotation and, especially, their bullpen exceeded expectations. They also got great, unexpected performances from a couple of castoffs, Ryan O'Hearn, who entered the season with a career 81 WRC plus with the Royals and turned 30 in July, broke out, to the tune of a 118 WRC plus as a roving cornerman.
Aaron Hicks, whom the Yankees released in late May, put up a 129 WRC plus with Baltimore after slumping to a 49 in New York. The O's deserve credit for coaching them up. But they also deserve and have received ample acclaim for building and deploying baseball's best farm system for two years running. Because they've been so bad for so long at the big league level, they've had high draft picks, but they've also made the most of them, hitting on pick after pick. They've also ramped up their once woeful international scouting efforts, which has yielded blue chippers such as 19-year-old Dominican catcher-slash-first baseman Samuel Basalo. In Rushman, Gunnar Henderson, and Jackson Holiday, the O's have had three number one overall prospects in quick succession, and those are just the headliners. Even after all the promotions over the past two seasons, the O's still have six prospect-eligible players among MLB Pipeline's top 50. And I do mean all the promotions. The Orioles have already tied the record, seven, for the most Baseball America preseason top 100 prospects to make their major league debuts over the course of any two consecutive seasons since the BA rankings began in 1990. Most top 100 debuts over two seasons. Seasons. Team. Prospects. Ranks. 2004-05. Braves. Adam LaRoche, 73, Dan Meyer, 82, Jeff Franker, 14, Andy Marte, 9, Kyle Davies, 53, Anthony Leroux, 99, Brian McCann, 44. 2014-15. Red Sox. Edwin Escobar, 56, Garen Caccini, 74, Mookie Betts, 75, Eduardo Rodriguez, 59, Henry Owens, 44, Blake Swihart, 17, Brian Johnson, 82. 2014-15. Cubs. Arismendi Alcantara, 100, Javier Baez, 5, Jorge Soler, 41, Chris Bryant, 1, Carl Edwards Jr., 38, Addison Russell, 3, Kyle Schwarber, 19. 2019-20. Padres. Josh Naylor, 99, Logan Allen, 92, Chris Paddock, 66, Fernando Tatis Jr., 2, Adrian Morajan, 52, Luis Campusano, 79, Luis Patino, 18. 2022-23. Orioles. Adley Rushman, 1, Dale Hall, 52, Gunnar Henderson, 57, Jordan Westberg, 76, Grayson Rodriguez, 6, Colton Kouser, 41, Joey Ortiz, 95. In fact, the Orioles could have claimed the top spot for themselves if Baseball America had placed Heston Gerstad in its 2023 Top 100, as some other outlets did. Gerstad, who reached the majors in September, made BA's list in 2021, but not this spring. Or, for that matter, if they had called up Holiday or Connor Norby, who made it up to AAA, Kobe Mayo, yet another highly touted infielder who's raked at AAA, cracked some preseason lists, but not Bace. Really, it wasn't a dearth of additional prospects that kept the Orioles from shattering the record for ranked prospect debuts, it was that they'd already promoted so many sensational players that they didn't have room on the roster for more. The Orioles famously haven't been swept in 91 consecutive regular season series of two-plus games, which rates third all-time. Their sweepless streak dates back to when they dropped three straight in Detroit from May 13 to 15, 2022. 
Less than a week later, Rushman debuted for the then 16-24 team, and the O's have been a different ball club ever since. It's easy to imagine them moving, benching, or bidding goodbye to some redundant, lower-ceiling veterans, Jorge Mateo, Ramon Urias, Adam Frazier, trading prospect depth, Joey Ortiz, for pitching, and entering next season with a lineup full of phenoms, as well as older, but not old, stalwarts such as Cedric Mullins, Anthony Santander, Austin Hayes, and Ryan Mountcastle. This team is absolutely stacked, and it could get more stacked still if Elias can mentally move into win-now mode, learn to loosen his grasp on surplus prospects, and accept that it's okay if going for it makes his precious prospect rankings fall. And, of course, if Angelos will spend on free agents and extensions now that the team's lucrative lease agreement is settled. The Astros have never been baseball's biggest spenders, but after they got good and got older, they eventually became regulars in the payroll top 10. The Orioles' infusion of youth is in line with, and to some degree, leading, league-wide trends. Last year's rookie class was strong. This year's is even stronger, particularly on the position player side, only 2015's rookie class of position players amassed a higher war. Only 2018 yielded more war by position players, 26 and under, and only 2018 and 2015 saw more war by position players, 25 and under. HTTPS slash slash www.fangraph.com slash leaders slash major league POS equals all land stats equals bait and DLG equals all percent and land qual equals and type equals and and equals and drost equals and filter equals and players equals and start date equals and end date. F war by rookie position players. Year. PA. War. 2015. 28819. 75.1. 2023. 27,217. 68.6. 2022. 26,191. 53.8. 1987. 23,746. 49.3. 2019. 30,220. 48.9. 48.9. 2007. 23,504. 48.5. 2011. 24,902. 48. 1909. 21,764. 46.5. 2006. 24,999. 46.3. 2018. 26,355. 44.9. These upticks are probably related to optimized player development and, in turn, more rapid prospect promotion timetables, as Zach Buchanan wrote last month. Our comslash MLB prospects are getting promoted faster than ever. Why? For Defector, teams seem to be advancing prospects more aggressively than they have in recent years. This could be the case for any number of reasons. New incentives. W Sporting News com slash a slash MLB slash news slash MLB prospect call UPS rookie limit expanded rosters slash half six seven S two CBU nine W five KYLND in 
the CBA that have combated service time manipulation and made teams more. W the ringer com slash MLB slash 2022 slash 4 slash 12 slash 2302 slash prospects Hunter Green Julio Rodriguez Bryson Stott likely S Fangraphs com slash is the new CBA really combating service time manipulation sort of a slash to promote prospects when they're ready the Contraction of the minor leagues, W the ringer com slash MLB slash 2020 slash 6 slash 24 slash 2130 slash MLB return player development minor leagues draft, which has left fewer runs on the minor league ladder to climb owners. Preference for cost-controlled players making the major league minimum, which, through the success of prospect-rich clubs like the Orioles, Twins, Diamondbacks, and Reds, has weakened the correlation. W the ringer com slash MLB slash 2023 slash 7 slash 4 slash 2378 slash MLB standings payroll discrepancy Mets Padres Rays Reds Diamondbacks. Between spending and winning better, read, less horrendous, minor league, living conditions, nutrition, and pay, W Washington Post com slash sports slash 2023 slash 03 slash 30 slash minor league baseball CBA slash ball dash, bad dash. And body tracking tech that gives teams confidence in their evaluations of young players and smaller samples of performance customized, data-driven instruction in amateur ball, W the ringer com slash MLB slash 2019 slash 5 slash 31 slash 1864 slash draft pitch grader app improves release pitches Wayne Sean Boyle and the minor leagues that has prepared players to be productive, tfangraphs.com slash aging curves revisited damn strikeout slash sooner a high-speed brand of baseball, wjoshian.com slash 2023 slash 09 slash newsletter excerpt September. 8 to 2023 HTML that lends itself to youth a growing recognition that it's beneficial to push players to be better, just as it helps to take batting practice not against glorified lobs from aging coaches, but against challenging pitches that actually look like the ones W the ringer. Com slash MLB slash 2021 slash 3 slash 18 slash 2233738 slash perfect pitching machine traject twin mill Jeff Kensred, you'll face in games, it makes sense to ensure that prospects are always learning, practicing, and improving. As Orioles pitcher John Means told me back in 2019, comparing Elias's player development methods to the Orioles' previous process. Instead of going out there and seeing what happens, it's a little more math-related. It's almost like they're giving you the answers. Reflecting on his own overhaul as a pitcher, he admitted, if I would have kept doing the same thing, I do think that I probably would have been out of baseball. If I would have done it sooner, I probably would have been in the big leagues a lot sooner. Maybe that's what's happening for today's prospects. It's tough to untangle the effects of the cancelled 2020 minor league season, which deprived players of in-game reps, but hitters and pitchers are making the majors with less minor league playing time under their belts than they were several years ago, and on the whole, they don't seem to be showing any ill effects. There's an old stat head saying, there's no such thing as a pitching prospect. The expression mostly signified that injury risk makes pitchers undependable, but it also suggested that teams shouldn't let them fritter away too many major league quality innings in minor league games. Maybe teams are adopting that growth mindset about most prospects now. Essentially, smoke M if you got M, or let them smoke your playoff opponents. Prospect promotion preferences and results do vary by team, as the gift below of ranked hitter and ranked pitcher debuts since 2018 shows. Some of this difference comes down to small samples of prospects and the vagaries of openings in the majors. If we went back further, we'd have a bigger sample, but one that was less representative of how the teams operate today. 
It's safe to say, though, that the angels are, especially, bullish, about, their prospects, or the most desperate for reinforcements. Nolan Chanuel, a 2023 draftee who debuted for the big club this season after only 97 minor league PAs, had the least pre-promotion seasoning of any non-international hitter in the data set, followed by another 2023 Angels debutant, Zach Neto, 201 PAs. In fairness to the Angels, neither of those players has looked completely overmatched. On the pitching side, Oakland's Mason Miller, 103 batters faced, was on the fastest track, though two recent Angels arrivals, Chase Silseth, 126 BF, and Ben Joyce, 127 BF, weren't much slower. There is some risk in promoting players, too, fast. In September 1955, 18-year-old future Orioles legend Brooks Robinson made his major league debut after a mere 415 plate appearances in the minor leagues, all in a setting, the Class B Piedmont League, three levels, from the majors. In his first big league game, he went two for four. Afterward, still high on his hits, the conquering hero called his parents in Little Rock and announced S plus Robinson percent 22 plus percent 2B plus percent 22I plus Don percent E2 percent 80 percent 99T plus no plus what plus I plus was plus doing plus and plus the plus minors plus this plus year. Percent 22 answers equals bland dots equals mxeqq 3 vim cansig equals acfu 3 u 2 wrds bjcj 0 q 5 k 7 sfcs gandla equals anansa equals zand equals 2 iuk uefgk one ecbxwcf 2 iets 5 byuq 6 af 6 bagkam hashtag v equals 1 bajank equals percent 22 brooks percent 20 robinson percent 22 percent 20 percent 2b percent 20 percent 22 i percent 20 don percent e 2 percent 80 percent 99 t percent 20 no percent 20 what percent 20 i percent 20 was percent 20 doing percent 20 and percent 20 the percent 20 minors percent 20 this percent 20 year percent 22 and equals false i'm here in the majors to stay this is my cup of tea I don't know what I was doing in the minors this year. In his next five games, he went 0-4-18 with 10 strikeouts, before being benched. Robinson's glove was already superb, but his bat wasn't ready and wouldn't fully mature for several more seasons. Now, while Orioles fans mourn the loss of the late Robinson, their attention is trained on another teen who's tried his hand at third base, Holiday, Baseball America's Minor League Player of the Year. The 2022 first overall draft pick sped through four levels of the minors this season, starting in a ball and wrapping up at AAA. He either raked or held his own at every level, despite being two years younger than the league average in a ball and seven years younger at AAA. He's already made more minor league plate appearances, 671, than Robinson had before he got the call, albeit not as many as most prospects so young would traditionally receive which may not mean much at a time when YOLO is triumphing over tradition in prospect promotion. Maybe Holiday will be ready when the next opening arises. That's the sort of thought that now keeps other GMs awake as they gaze upon the youthful, fun, formidable, and, yes, sustainable, foundation that the Orioles have laid down through an awful lot of losing and astute scouting and developing. It's also the sort of thought that keeps O's fans awake in anticipation of the next gift they're given from the most fecund farm system of all. Thanks to Lucas Apostolaris, Robert O., Jesse Barber, and David Appleman for research assistance.